This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Well, a group of more than 40 states sued Meta today, accusing the social media giant of designing products that are deliberately addictive and fuel the youth mental health crisis. Uh, The legal actions allege that Meta has deceived the public about the harms of Facebook and Instagram, uh, which the Attorney General say exploit and manipulate children. Joining me now to talk about this particular uh, case is Jesse Miller. He's a social media expert and founder of Mediated Reality. Jesse, thank you for joining us. Jess, thank you for having me as always. So uh, walk me through this. What goes to your mind when you hear the headlines here, basically 40 U.S. attorney generals getting together and say, we're going to move ahead with this. Um, do you think this will be successful? I don't necessarily think it's going to be successful, but it's going to raise a lot of attention to needed issues around youth and their their participation on Meta's platforms. Uh, one one thing to keep in mind here is that this is a state uh, approach and not uh-huh. necessarily a federal review of Meta's uh, uh, operations in the United States. But within that, there are a number of states that have a different approach to how they have concerns about how children use the platform, whether it's age gating, whether it's content, whether it's advertising. So there's a number of themes here that the average consumer or parent who is concerned about their child being on a meta platform have to be uh, aware of. It's a uh, multi-ranging issue, and the reality of it is is that uh, one or two issues may be brought to a a point where there is some kind of resolve. It doesn't mean that every state's concern is going to be addressed. Uh, Now, one of the things that uh, these attorney generals will argue is that it's uh, it's it manipulates kids it's like dopamine uh, others have said the look the social media companies will come in and say look uh, uh, we are protected under I think it's called section 230 uh, in regards to content that we can't be sort of held responsible for that but others have argued that look uh, this is uh, a little different than that. I mean, do you think that the legal defense that Facebook Meta generally uses will be, they'll be able to do the same thing again? I don't necessarily think so. The reality here is that when we look at some of the state's concerns, there are uh, pieces uh, that go into kind of what content kids have access to. And the reality is that certain states like Utah or Arkansas have banned children under 13 from being on the platform. There is no punitive piece to that or, the, or, or, or regulated piece because a child can still sign up at the age of 11 to Instagram and no one's really checking to see if there's verifiability there. So you have to change how the internet itself functions to establish guidance in these spaces. California looks at the mental health piece in the sense of how children are responding to social media-based issues. And so some of the uh, approach here is looking at studies that examine whether there have been shifts in mental health reporting for children, whether the social media platform itself has responded responsibility in addressing how children participate and what the negative impacts may be. But what I think is really interesting here is that, yes, there are 40 states involved. What are the major concerns that collectively they are, are focusing on? And I think as a whole, that applies to social media as, as, as exists, not just one platform. Do you think it's inevitable, Not maybe not in this case, could be this case, could be others, that the day is coming where there will be a some sort of reckoning for social media companies? Whether this one is successful, I don't know. It could be another one. And it doesn't just begin with uh, Facebook meta, it could be uh, Twitter, it could be others, that inevitably we're going to get there. 
Yeah, I, I think what's interesting is that when we look at Instagram, we see young people vacating Instagram and looking at something like TikTok. And so Facebook's been down this path before when they recognize they had an aging user base who favored being on the platform or looking for different platforms, which is why they purchased Instagram. So in that, that evolution of where kids will go, whether it is about gating the age or putting in a pay-per-use, which is what we see right now with Twitter, now X, in the sense of that people would have to pay a dollar to be on the platform to verify themselves, would parents make the choice to allow their children on the platform if there was a financial component indicating that some form of content or some form of behavior would allow some more oversight? This is where schools have struggled across the world when it comes to bullying and threats and, and harassment online because they say, well, there's no real um, uh, oversight from the, from the parent or from the, the school themselves, where do we find those balances? The reality here is that we will never see a platform that's perfect for kids, but we can all agree that the content that kids engage in that space should have some regulatory. This broader conversation in the United States uh, and legal uh, uh, you know, dispute that is uh, ongoing, what impact, if any, do you think this will have uh, on Canada, whether it be on the legal side or on the public policy side in changing things here, or at least how we address the issue of social media and perhaps even cell phone use uh, in our schools and and in, in our homes. Yeah, we, we do tend to, to look at what happens in the United States with these platforms and try to see whether or not there are spaces in Canada to address similar issues. I think it's more favorable to look at how the world approaches some of these concerns. And in 2021, the Oxford Institute for Internet Research indicated, actually one of the largest studies ever conducted, looking at 430,000 youth from around the world and their use of social media, that there are minimal impacts when it comes to existing mental health issues with kids. And that's where a lot of oversight is required for each individual child, not kids as a whole. But if kids are participating without oversight from, let's say, family or school or without age gating, that child can be prone to issues that the social media platform may actually be exposing the child to and then exacerbate issues that are already existing that may not have been addressed. So for Canada, yes, we can take a pragmatic approach and look at how the states are uh, addressing an issue and whether or not there is a kind of a federal mandate that should be examined. But again, we should never stop looking at how other countries around the world address similar issues. Jesse, thank you for your time today. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jazz, as always.